He is our God and we are his people. Ooh. Oh, my friends, it doesn't get better than that. He is our God and we are his people. Jesus today calls on us to remember the ministry that we are called to perform and the consequences of doing it or not doing it. Let us listen to the Gospel of Matthew, the words that can be found in there. Chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. Listen for the Word of God as it touches your hearts, your minds, and your souls. And Jesus said, When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory, all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people from one from another as shepherds separates the sheep from the goats and he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left and the king will say to those at his right hand come you that are blessed by my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world for I was hungry and you gave me food I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you as a stranger and welcomed you? or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? The king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to the, one of the least of these who are members of my family. Members of my family. You did it to me. And he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, Depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison? and did not take care of you. Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to the one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Truly I tell you, Jesus says, just as you did not do it to the one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Whew. It's another warning of of not doing and using what God gives us to minister in God's name.
We have the opportunity today. Today, we have an opportunity to turn the leaf, to turn the page, to move forward and look into the future and stop looking back. We have the opportunity today to stop worrying about what has happened in the past and embrace a new day. We have the opportunity to cast aside our old lives and begin anew. Yes, each day we are offered a new and fresh start to the day and to our lives. A day that when we see a person in need, we can fill that need. If they are hungry, we can feed them. If they are naked, we can clothe them. And just like our back-to-school clothing drive in August, we can continue that even today and tomorrow and the next day. And when they are sick, we can comfort them. We have the opportunity to change things today. This moment, we, have, we may have missed some opportunities. Something in our past may have uh, made us not do that or step forward. But you know what? It cannot define who we are. The past cannot define who we are today. We need not be afraid to do these things, to put ourselves out there, to expose ourselves to the world, to step outside into serving. If you ask any one of the folks that served Thanksgiving dinner to meet with strangers and feed them, to see the joy on the people's faces made up for any anxiety that anyone might have had in coming and serving people. It was a grand and glorious thing on, th on Thursday. We got to feed the hungry. We got to provide the fellowship. <clears throat> Thursday was a new day, and today is a new day. And God encourages us, enlivens us, enlightens us, and energizes us. But in all of those things, the most important thing that God does is God protects us. And in our baptism and in our belief, our faith, we have the armor of God around us, just like I prayed for the kids. We have the armor of God all around us. I was reading a report uh, the other day. It, it was an old report. Uh, it was triggered by a, an article on Facebook. But uh, by, the, by Word First Daily, and it was about a small fish that lives in the Red Sea. It's called the Moses Soul Fish. In the Red Sea, there are also 40 species of large sharks. Did you know that? 40 species of large sharks in those waters. And these sharks would typically eat these kinds of fish. Back in the 1970s, a group of researchers uh, noticed that there was something amazing about this Moses Soul Fish. All the other fish in the same category, the same size, the same weight, but would be eaten by the sharks. But, for some reason, when sharks went to eat the Moses soul, they could not do it. They found out that this little Moses soul fish, which is about that big, has a very unique defense system. Whenever it senses any kind of dangers, it naturally secretes a dangerous, or a, a toxin, a milky toxin. And it comes out of its glands. And those toxins literally cause 
the shark's mouth to freeze open. It does. Believe me. It's on the internet. The, the article had a picture of the shark going after this little fish and the fish was swimming, taunting it. This Moses soul swimming outside, the shark, whatever it did, it could not close its mouth. It could not do it. It was obviously coming in for the kill. And all the shark had to do was bite down on that fish, so close and yet so far away. The jaw was frozen. The jaw was frozen. The shark had to swim away. And as soon as he swam away, his jaw shut. He would turn around and go back because he knew he had a meal there. He turned around, he came back, and he went to get that fish, and he went to get it. No matter how he did, he'd swim away. And it would, he kept doing it, kept doing it, and it would go back to normal. It's a true story. Look it up on the internet. I saw a doubter right here. It's in our baptism, my friends. It's in our baptism that we see God's words come alive and we see that the scripture, what the words mean to us. The favor of God will keep my enemies from defeating me, we are told. God has put something on you and me that will cause us to be protected. Our king offers us his own toxin, if you would, his shield and armor of love. Our protection as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Wait till you hear the anthem today. Oh, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, as believers, as members of the body of Christ, is not a poisonous toxin at all. It's the prescription of love. And that's how we are saved. That's how we are taught. That is how we come to our baptism. That is how we stand in the shadow of the cross. And then a few weeks in front of the babe that's in the manger and the candles that we will light. This is how the world will know us by our love, by our service to our neighbors, by our outreach, by our giving of ourselves. Not how well we can sing our hymns, and we sing them pretty well. Not how great the choir sings, and they sing magnificently. Well, maybe we'll be knowing how the preacher preaches. <laughs> no, not even that. They will know us by our love, by our love, by our service, by our giving of ourselves and our resources and of our time. That's how people will know us. They will know we're Christians by our love. Our King has opened our eyes so that we might see, our ears that we might hear, and our minds that we might understand. And it is in our baptism that we stand on the rock and foundation with Christ the King. We can do and will understand and withstand any wave that might crash over us. Do you sense a theme here about waves and fishing? How's doing it? Man, can't wait to get to the islands. Not really. We know it to be true, folks. 
We know it to be true and believe it as the Apostle Paul tells us and reminds us in Romans 8, 31. What do we say about such wonderful things as this? If God is for us, who can possibly be against us? So no matter what your difficulty may be, no matter what it may be, God will not allow you to be overpowered. God wants you to stand out. God wants you to stand up. And God will show up when God is needed. God will do amazing things with you. That's right. God's going to do amazing things with you. Today is going to start amazing things. Amazing things with you. And you. It's already started. The armor of God rests upon all of us. That is what our King provides. Don't be moved by what you see. Be moved by what you know. Know that God loves you and blesses you beyond your wildest dreams. You have found favor with God and the rest, the rest is all up to us. Our Savior, our King, chose to suffer and die on the cross so that you and I might have our sins forgiven. Not some of our sins, every single one of them, the big ones and the small ones, all of them forgiven. And he rose again so that we might have the promise of eternal life. My friends, dream big. Don't be afraid. Give boldly. I was talking with Jennifer back there and she said, how did we make out with our stewardship campaign? And I'm sorry to say that we have subscribed to our budgets. I'm sorry. We didn't set the budgets high enough. We didn't do what we needed to do. We didn't do more than what we could have done. We still can do more. I know we can do more. We've got some young people that need our helps. We can do it. We've got some folks in senior centers that can do it. We can add them to the budget. There's all kinds of ministries that this church can perform. We made our budgets yay-ha. I am glad. I am happy. My friends, be bold. Be bold. If God is for us, who can be against us? Don't hold back. Act godly. Don't give in to temptation. Always serve fully with your resources, your time, and your talents. Always keep your eye on the prize. For the light that shines from Jesus Christ on that path is the prize. Don't let evil distract you in any way. Always preach the good news of the gospel. The good news of the gospel, never condemning, always caring, and my friends, always, always loving. Amen. Let us pray.